Alright guys, welcome to CLD Talks. I'm your host Connor Maxwell. Today I'm joined with Biddy Kelly who is the Managing Director of Fresh Start. Biddy tells us all about the amazing work that Fresh Start have done over the last 20 years supporting communities within Edinburgh and also how the organisation has evolved over the last few years. So without further ado, here's Biddy Kelly. Brilliant. Well, thank you for having me along today. It's a real honour to be here on your podcast. Um, I, As you said, I'm Biddy Kelly and I'm the Managing Director at Fresh Start. Um, if I'm honest, I never thought I'd ever become a manager. I swore I'd never become a managing director. Um, I, I suppose I started my career or CLD as a young person. I was a volunteer. I was really into youth work. I was, I was part of a um, youth um, work association as, as, as a young person that helped establish a dry bar and a youth cafe. Um, and then I did lots of volunteering work. Um, even even before I went to uni, um, I then went to uni. I thought I wanted to be a drug psychologist, but I realised after doing some volunteering at a drug rehab house that I'd probably just take them all home rather than help them. Um, and that definitely wasn't hard enough. So I kind of changed my tact a little bit. Um, then I was lucky enough to be able to get jobs in the two places that I'd set up after coming out of uni, um, and I suppose it, it it just began from there. I th- I think I just like people and I'm intrigued by people. You know, I did a psychology degree, um, but kind of realised that I'd rather not go down the, that kind of clinical route yeah. eh, because I probably wasn't academic enough, if I'm <laughs> totally honest. But also, you, I think you get so much more out, out of having conversations with people. So I kind of went into youth work and then um, have just progressed I, th- I think through my love of people I thought it was just young people actually young people are pretty cool but so are all people um and I've kind of you know ended up where I am now really by my drive for kind of I suppose social justice yep uh, so could you tell us just then like a wee bit about what the organization does yep so Fresh Start is an Edinburgh based organization that um works with people who are at risk or have or are moving on from homelessness and I suppose our 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 vision, no, our mission is to help people make a home for themselves. But I suppose our vision is that everybody has a home where they feel safe and secure, that they can grow and le- grow and learn as individuals, and they can actually make the, the the decisions about their own lives. We have this kind of, you know, everybody should get a job and a car, and 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 actually for some people that's not what they want. Mm-hmm. So actually, we need people to become the architects of their own lives, where they feel connected to their communities but they make the decisions about what point they're happy to be in um so we started 20 odd years ago um as and it was actually a group of churches who came together and said they wanted to do something about homelessness thankfully we didn't have a bunch of middle-aged middle-class men deciding what that was and they actually had the foresight to go out and speak to people who were actually homeless or have had been homeless and they said you know actually getting a tenancy isn't it's not the end of your problems, it's almost just the beginning of your problems. So we we now have a variety of different services that, you know, we started with our starter packs, which is like, I suppose it's like giving someone a gift. When they move into a tenancy, it's like pots and pans, crockery, curtains, mm. bedding, you know, household goods that are donated by people. Um, oh. So we, we're kind of a circ- in, in that circular economy, we paint people's houses, we have a training programme, we have a community hub next door, because... I think what we realised is that we do all these things at the point of people moving on from home, from being homeless into permanent accommodation. 
But actually, we have a huge problem of we need to stop people re-entering that homelessness system. And so we need to kind of do early prevention work. And if you ask me, what we need to do to do that is to, you know, tackle poverty and tackle inequality. You know, really simple stuff, obviously. You know, we'll be able to do that overnight. Um, so we have a community hub, which is really about community connectedness. It's about relationships. It's about conversations with people so that they can have a safe space where they, you know, they might do our cooking classes or come to our community pantry or, um, you know, come to, you know, get free school clothes for their kids or whatever, whatever it is, whatever the activity is. But really it's about building a relationship with someone so they can go, I'm struggling and I don't know where to go. And rather than what, rather than referring on to somewhere else, we like to get organisations to come into our space and meet yeah. with people in 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 that space. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'll I'll talk loads more about what we do. Um, but I suppose ultimately, you know, I heard this quote and it was about, you know, connectedness. Um, oh, what did it say? Connectedness can um, overcome adversity, and I think that I, I think that's so true. Yeah. Do you do you find that a lot of people are in that cycle where then they're getting a tenancy and then having to come back for support, um, or quite often? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think also you know, and I'll, I'll I'll rant about the way that services are commissioned, but I think you know we have commissioned services where people are, you know, they can meet with a support worker for three three months or six months, mm. but actually you know we've got people who who are staying in temporary accommodation for two years. They get told that they've got, you know, a house today on a Wednesday and they're moving in on a Friday or a Monday yeah. and they don't know where to go. They, 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 you know, it's, it's actually a really confusing, a confusing thing. And I think, you know, w- what actually we need to do is we need people to choose who they want to have a relationship with and then then kind of walk alongside them. So, you know, I've, I need support and help. Yeah. It's, it's not time limited. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a confident, you know, what many people would say successful woman. But actually, you know, I, I, I don't know when I'm going to need that support. So it's like, oh, Connor, can, can you just make sure that you've got time for me in three years' time at this point? Yeah. And if you could just, ha- you know, speak. So I think, you know, I think people are, and I'm terrified of what's coming this winter, um, you know, of, of what we need to how how can we be there to help people without judgment? You mm. know, so the beauty of our community hub is no one will know whether you, what you're coming through the door for. Yeah. Could be debt advice, could be you know um, housing advice, could be that you're volunteering, could be that you're working, could yeah. be that you're coming on a training program, could be anything. So that was one of the questions <laughs> I was going to ask. So in terms of then people like like accessing the space and keeping it non-judgmental so how do people find that but that's you're so it's, you've got so many different things on and so many other things that people can be going for so yeah. you don't know why you're entering which no, is great you've no idea i mean some of our services you will be referred to so for example our, our community pantry you have to live in a specific area okay. so you have to live in you know grant and pilton your house dry law okay we're not even doing postcodes because that could take in quite affluent postcodes in Edinburgh that could yeah. be eligible to come to our pantry. We wanted to be really clear of making sure that we're working with local people. You know, the rest of our services are citywide, but mm-hmm. like our painting and decorating service, you know, you ha- you have to you have to have been homeless. We're not just going to come in and paint your house because, you know, because you need it painted yeah. kind of thing. Um, but with our community hub, you know, we have a community meal every Friday. 
anyone can come anyone at all doesn't matter um you know we're not going to ask at the door actually even whether you're making ends meet it, it's actually just about coming together as a community and 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 so using food as a gateway to having yeah. them conversations with people yeah and i think by using we, we are having this sort of conversation just now about like food and the cost of living crisis is impacting so many families so what can we almost do to try and support that in the wider like community network that we're working within yeah. um, which to be fair for what you are speaking about you have got a plan in place and you are able to offer that yeah. something that I don't think we really have at the moment where I currently work um, which I think is so beneficial but you mentioned about um, winter so yeah. so how do you like plan and prepare for that like what does that look like because that's going to be so difficult like, yeah. long term yeah so our, our community meal wasn't supposed to continue because we do a thing called Family Fridays where families who are living in temporary accommodation can come and cook food and then their kids come after school because their kids finish at half twelve. And then we just thought, we'll just incorporate it all together. So so actually, we'll just have, you know, the families can come and cook with our support volunteers and um, and then anyone can come to the meal, basically. It doesn't matter. Because actually there's kids there, so everybody's running around anyway. Um we, you know, we are thinking of our space is open five days a week. Mm-hmm. I'm considering how do we open that in the evenings, possibly weekends. Now I don't have staff capacity at this moment in time, but I'm looking for it. Yeah. Um. And, but also it's working with our partners. So you know, ensuring that you know, right? If we've got a community meal that our partners on that's on a Friday, that they know it's on a Friday. So actually they can send people up to to our space and we can spend send people down to their space so almost that you can have we have a we have a network in north edinburgh um which is called the response and recovery group and it's a, a, a bunch it's, it's informal but it's a bunch of different organizations who've come together and we've created a booklet that says you know these are the organizations this is what they do if you need help phone this number um and i think word of mouth will kind of create some of that so so you know within that network we're trying to kind of figure out right you know if you're doing that on a monday someone else can do that on a tuesday so that actually we've got you know days covered kind of thing where we have community spaces open um where people can you know meet heat and eat is what we're you know it used to be meet and eat and now it's you add the heat into yeah. that but actually trying to plan for evening and weekends i think is going to be really prudent kind of going forward um because that's when people are going to be really struggling yeah definitely and it's and it's working out then what supports you can play is you can, what supports you can put in place that's also then a sustainable option yeah so it's also no i suppose that just we're here for because the worst things that some things that can happen is you're in for a day a, an organization comes in here some help and gets pulled away so yes. it's, it's that whole thing as well but whatever plan you put in place you just can sustain that so because if people are relying on that support then um, you need to be there it's crucial yeah and you need that sustainability and i think you know i suppose if the pandemic's shown us anything we need that absolutely that's what we need we need trusted organizations where people yeah. know that they can go and and kind of it's almost like you know ideally what i'd love to see is us chuck out criteria and yeah. you know, and bringing that no wrong door. Actually, you know, you 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 come to me and you say I need help and support. Great. What what, what can we do for you? Not whilst then saying that Fresh Start can do all of the stuff because we can. You know, yeah. we're not benefits advisors, but I can try and get a benefits advisor to be sitting in my space when you actually come to my space. Yep. You know, um, 
you know, we we do really practical stuff. We're not great at, you know, I don't know, like yoga or meditation or, well, I am, but, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that people wouldn't want me to be doing yoga and meditation with them. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, so then you pull in other people. Yeah. And actually, I think if we can create this, you know, this beautiful network of social homes across the area where people feel really comfortable, but if we can share them resources and share them expertise... Almost that collective, we are greater than the sum of our parts. Yeah. And and, and also, you know, one of the things that arcs me is when funders say, but how do you know? And it's like, because we have 150 people come through our doors every week and we speak to them on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, um, it's like during the pandemic, we were giving out, we were giving boarders biscuits in our food packs. Oh, thanks. Like, well, yeah. You know, some, some of them were like, yeah, it was quite nice. Others were like, Betty, the parents don't eat that. They, they want like, you know nonsense kind of things like they don't want the posh biscuits they want the cheap biscuits so okay actually you know and i think it's about listening to people but i think i think if we can create a non-judgmental place where people can come then then at least we've got a bit of hope where they go actually it's okay to say i don't have any electricity and it's tuesday and i don't get you know my gyro till thursday i I don't know what i'm going to do yeah you know and I was going, right, well, actually, here's some food for you. Here's what, you you know, or or working with other organisations. So, you know, there's other organisations in Edinburgh that are kind of looking to see how can we give people money for things like that? You know, um, so the, you know, the Edinburgh Trust, we work with them. They give out money for people to get, like, white goods and, you know, that kind of stuff. But how then How then do we prepare for the, for the, for the coming winter? Yeah. And actually years ahead of... But we don't actually know what people need or want yet because we haven't hit it. Yeah, yeah, and that's so important as well because it's it's trying to prepare for what you don't you don't you know. don't know what's going to happen. Um, but you need so, the agility then to yeah. be able to respond to what they need. Absolutely, absolutely. So is the is the partnership stuff always been there, um, or is that sort of maybe something that's happened? Because from my experience, a lot of you are partnership working really like took off during the COVID time so a lot of organisations pulled together and that's now really strong whereas before that that didn't really happen so how how's that been with you working with all the different organisations so that you can create your safe space and also let people know that if you go here these people are also good people and you can trust them yeah um so yeah I mean there was partnership working previously but not I suppose not like where we're at now you know we're the, the R-squared kind of consortium is getting quite a lot of traction from Scottish Government and local authority because of what we're doing, because there's no money on the table. We're not doing it because any of us get any money out of it. We're doing it because it's the right thing to do. So <clears throat> I think yeah. if I can say there's one silver lining out of co- out of a horrible situation like COVID, that's it, that we, mm. we've created this space. So we, we were actually the really snappily named... North Edinburgh COVID nineteen food share group, um, so uh, <laughs> Belter, Belter. really were, really we were, snappy. We were the lark called COVID rainbows. See that's that's snappier than uh, than, than ours I to be fair. It, I liked it. Um, and you know we came together, I think two weeks before lockdown, and said what what are we going to do. We kind of just said we're going to do food because that's what people are going to need. We're going to focus on that. And there was about thirty organisations, and then obviously some of them were like, well, actually we're not going to do food, so we'll kind of step out of this space. So we had about 10 organisations who met twice weekly and, coord- you know, we coordinated money, we co- coordinated food, we co- resources. 
we co- coordinated emotional energy because mm-hmm. you know I thought I worked hard before COVID nineteen, and then I was like, <laughs> never worked so hard in all my oh. life, um, and <clears throat> I think you know we we gave out over a quarter of a million meals within wow. within lockdown and more. So we gave out white goods, we gave out tablets, we gave out art packs, we gave out you know culturally appropriate food. We 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 mm-hmm. I mean, but I couldn't have done that alone. No. You know, so then very early on, we started talking about, you know, the recovery of our community because it was already on its knees prior to COVID and COVID had just, imp- had basically just, you know, wiped off. Yeah. And so then we kind of created the response and recovery group and, you know, we're not constituted in any way or form. We meet, we meet quarterly, we have some working groups, we've had some real wins in terms of how we're working together mm-hmm. We're at that kind of messy stage of what do we do now? Do we do we do we do we have a charter? Do we have an MOU? Do we what, what do we do? Um, but I think one of the beauties of that is that we have our MSP, our MP, and our councillors sitting on there in our health and social care partnership. So actually, people are hearing real life stories of what's happening on the ground. Yeah. You know, and and, and actually we're we're going. Mm, you know, that's 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 hap- like. You know, the Tenant Grant Fund, which is the fund that the Scottish government released for people who'd generated rent arrears during COVID, you know, it was, it, was, it was quite slow getting out on the ground. And, you know, I'm at a meeting going, people are being made evicted today, mm-hmm. like now, and, you know, give the local authority their due. Two days later, the process was out and, you know, yeah. every, and, and, you know, can you share amongst your contacts? This is how they, you, you know, so, so I think it's bringing that, it's bringing the life, the voices of, of people in our communities kind of upstream. And I think what we need to kind of turn turn that around now is instead of seeing as them as disadvantaged or deficit, it's like, actually, they're the people with all the knowledge. Yeah. You know, like, don't give me Borders Biscuits, Biddy, because we didn't like them. We want, we want, you know, digestives or whatever kind of thing. You know, and I'm, I'm being quite flippant there, but actually that's so true, is that we have communities with huge assets, but over the years, they've been kind of, I suppose, consulted to death. They've been told this. They've been told that, and, and, and nothing. So they become, you know, lethargic. Or, but actually, we need to be going. You're the one with the power. Yeah. You you need to tell me, and if I can do something upstream, I will. But actually, we need to create that base where you understand that that the skills and the, I suppose, the intelligence and the information that you have is is absolutely vital for us to kind of get to that utopia place where you know that vision I talked about at the beginning. Yeah, and as it's if we're not if, if we don't listen to the people that are in front of us about what their needs are and what is it that they are what can they benefit out of what we can provide, then we're not doing it right. So it's it's so important that that's the way that the news do that. Yeah, and I th- I think it's that you know, I want to so we have a team of community researchers who have lived experience. They're just they're they're amazing. You know, it's like mm. You know, if I ask someone, I'd say for a community meal, I'll ask someone, oh, oh yeah, it's lovely. But that's because I'm biddy and, you know, whatever. Whereas, you know, so a community researcher asks them, it might be a totally different answer of what they yeah. want. And I, th- and I think if, if we kind of turn all of that around, really, ultimately, I suppose what, what Fresh Start's about and I suppose what I'm about is assisting people to thrive, not just survive. Mm-hmm. Because we live in a... We, we shouldn't live in a world where people can't feed their kids. Yeah. 
And, you know, we can't extract kind of financial poverty from social poverty, from aspirational poverty. So we try and put kind of charities in these like lovely little boxes. Oh, Fresh Start, they work with homeless people. No, we don't. We work with people in poverty. We work with people with mental health issues. We work with people, you know, who have children or who have whatever. So, so you can't extract all these all these intricacies because you can't extract. Well, I haven't got a house to your mental well being. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's 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 quite messy. So then I always full circle back to it's all about relationships. I, is it, but I think that that's a. What you've just said there's a really good point because you we can't organizations like yous can't be just put in a box no. like or then you're you're stuck whereas then yous are such a fluid organization that offers support at different levels and different times for different individuals whenever they need that so if you are just put in a box saying that you are going to deal with homelessness and that's it then you can't do that wider support that yous offer because no. it doesn't work that way um which is so much better the fact that you are fluid and you can offer them more and you can work with different partners and offer, I suppose, more options to people that are in need. Is where I suppose I'm going with it. Aye, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, and I, th- I think you're right, but I think it's also understanding what your USB is. Uh, <coughs> and, you know, so I always use the example of, right, there might be problems with young people in the area. So Fresh Start will go, oh, we'll put some funding in and we'll get... No, we're not a youth work organisation. Yeah. There are other more brilliant youth work organisations who can do that work. So, you know, that, that that network that I talked about allows us to, I suppose, identify trends and needs and go, right, this is a trend and this is a need. Who, Which organisation is best placed? Which brings yeah. the best skills to do that? And, you know, I, th- I think, you know, I have people are like, can Fresh Start do that? And I'm going, no. You know, can you do X, Y, and Z? And it's like, no, actually, we do we do A, B, and C of the jigsaw. That's the bit that we do. Yeah. But actually, I know an organisation who can do X, Y, and Z. These are the people that you know we need to connect you up with, kind of. Um, and I think that that fluidity is one of the things that I suppose you'd you'd push for if you're pushing for you know system change. It's how how we're funded because. Yeah. Your fund, you know, we put, and you'll know this, Connor. You put funding applications, and you say we're going to achieve these mi- amount of outcomes, and X amount of people are going to do this. And Fresh Start don't achieve them outcomes. Mm-hmm. The people that we work with achieve them outcomes. They're yeah. the ones that make. You know, it's always astounded me as a youth worker, young people who come to me going, "Oh, thanks very much, buddy." You know, you changed my life, and it's like, no, 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 you changed your life. Yeah. I was just, I just walked alongside you as part of your journey. But I think being in an organisation like Fresh Start with, you know, I have an incredible team. I mean, honestly, I, the, yeah, I think they get scared of me sometimes, the pace, the pace <laughs> that we set at, and they're kind of like, but slow down. It's like, okay, sorry. Um, um, but we have an incredible team. We're quite small for what we do. Um, but, you know, during the pandemic, I suppose what it allowed us to do is have that agility to go, no, you know, we do a bit of, we do a bit of food. But we're not a food provision. Yeah. But oh, tomorrow we're going to become a food provision, you know, because that's what people need, and that's and you you know to give my staff their due. When you know everybody else was told to stay at home, I was going. You need to come in here. Yeah. You need to make packs, and you know that's what we need to do. And I think, but having that agility to be able to change tact actually brings real a real reputation within the community to go. 
They're going to do what they say they said they were going to do. Yeah. And that integrity is key. Yeah. And then that's how then you keep the relationships that you've built. And that's what you were all about, is relationships. Yeah. Um, so has there been any, like, has there been any particular challenges that you've overcame, like, recently or something that's been um, particularly difficult that you're really proud of as an organisation that you were able to overcome? Yeah, probably a lot. I mean, I mean, I, I suppose Fresh Start's had a cultural change over the last five years. It's okay. a very different place from when I came into post. So, you know, that was a probably you know a challenge. I, I think it was a challenge, but you know, I think the staff were a bit like, "Who is this crazy lady who's coming in talking <laughs> about love, care, and compassion? What's she talking about?" Like, just like <laughs> and um, you know, we did a we did a thing with our values early on, and I was like, "What about love?" And it was like tumbleweed blowing <laughs> through the room. They were just like, "She's crazy." Um, so we we've kind of gone through that, but I think the whole concept of our community hub was a challenge in a way because we were quite focused on that, but we work with people at the point where they're are moving on from homelessness, and I was kind of going, "We need to pull that back and stop people becoming homeless." And actually, thankfully, the idea of our community hub came from our service user involvement group. Yeah. You know, they were saying, "You help us feel at home in our community, um, at home in our house," but actually. You need to make us feel at home in our community. So then you go, what does home actually mean? Oh, my God. And you you start scratching around at that, and it's massive. So, you know, the whole space next door is, you know, we don't own it. Um, We've got a 25-year lease from a community organisation. You know, we asked the community what they wanted, and we've tried to deliver on that. But within the realms of having parameters around some stuff, it can't be free for all because we don't do everything. No. And we needed to fundraise 150 grand for it. We got the keys on the 20th of March, and I was like, woohoo, nothing can stop us now. We're going to bring community connectedness to Bilton. And then COVID hit. And I was like, oh, well, so you something did the keys can. the 20th of March. In sorry, the, sorry. The twenty. It was in February twenty twenty. Oh, and then it was. So, then twi- so six out, weeks. Ah, right. Six was, weeks later. Yep, COVID happened. COVID happened. Say, the same day that that happened. I it, was like, oh. it was. It was. It was literally six weeks prior to that, and wow. I was like, you know, this is about community connectedness. Yep. You know, so if you take one of the World Health Organization statistics, it's better for you to smoke fifteen cigarettes a day than to be lonely or isolated. You're better off smoking 15 fags every single day and having pals and connections than being lonely. Than being lonely and isolated. Wow. Seriously. That's it, that's it. And people who know me listen to this, they'll be laughing that I got that in the podcast, obviously. <laughs> Just for people with the podcast, I had a stunned face there. Like, as <laughs> if, like, really? Like, yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. So Next Door for me was about creating this real welcome space where people can walk through the door, you know, Edinburgh has a pov- had a poverty commission report, which re- pre- produced a, a a report called a just capital. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they said was the biggest single thing we could do in Edinburgh is make, you know, getting advice and support um, less painful, more humane, and more compassionate. Simple as that. So we create a space where people can come. You don't know why you're coming. You're coming in for a cup of tea. You get some advice, and inf- you know, it, it's not rocket science, yeah. but you know. I honestly cried the day lockdown started, not because of the we all had to stay at home, but because I was like, now we're never going to have community connectedness in my community hub because, yeah. you know, you we're told to stay two metres apart. And, and 
And then also, my team have been incredible because we renovated that building mm. during the last two years. You know, we opened a community pantry in the second lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so was that a challenge? Massive challenge. Absolutely. You, you know, what, what you're trying to clear out a building and fill a skip, but you need to stay two metres apart from each other. Oh, yeah. You know, um, and and I, I think we we had the opening of the hub, the official opening, but it was, it was just last week at our community meal. So I come in every Friday I make sure I go next door and have my lunch with the people who, they're the reason why I do my job. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> someone said, it's like a little bit of heaven in here. And I just started crying. Because I'm quite like that. You know me, I wear my heart on my sleeve. But it was, it was just that we've got to the place where we needed to be, yeah. but we're just a few years late <laughs> because of the pandemic. But then that's showing, that's showing the, the, the vision and the plans working. Yeah. And that there's the need there and you are then meeting that and people feel comfortable and they feel this is home and they've got that relationship and that they are then on that Fridays that's that thing to let you know that we're on the right track here yeah. like we're doing something good yeah it's just one of the that's if you can get that in this job and you get that anywhere then that's a massive one that's so, why I do my job yeah. you know what we, we don't do our jobs for money um, no. absolutely not you know so sentiments like that or the, you know, that, that'll that take, you know, the reason that I came for my, the job here at Fresh Start was, you know, 20 odd years ago, I was a, a, a youth worker who worked with homeless young people, helping rehouse them. And I was so green behind the ears. I mean, like so on street cred, it was unbelievable. You know, what, so I'm 23, 24, working with these 16 year olds who were just like, had so much resilience, had yeah. gone through so much life experience. And, you know, I took a starter pack from Fresh Start up to this young woman in a, one of the high rises in Edinburgh, and she said to me, "Where'd you get this stuff, Biddy?" And I said, "Well, well, it's a, an organisation called Fresh Star." And she said, well, "Where did you get the stuff? Did you buy it?" And I said, "No, no, no." I said, "People donated it." She's like, and I was like, "And then volunteers pack it up, and then you know, give it to me, and I bring it to you." So it was household goods, and um, you know, this is a hard as nails young person. She started crying, and she said, "Why would strangers care about?" someone they don't know when my own family don't care about me and it was really put and I said because there are people in the world who genuinely care and that was you know 20 years ago yeah. so when this job came up at Fresh Star I was like that's a job for me because I remembered that quote yeah. so you know the this is like a little bit of heaven it's one of those ones that'll stick with me for, for a long long time and you know I suppose on them on them darker days where you're I don't know knee deep in budgets or strategic meetings or whatever they're the things that you need to remember of, like, well, actually, that's why I do my job. Yeah. Or seeing that person, you know, not being able to meet, meet eye contact with you and have a conversation, you know, six weeks later giving you a hug or, or, or you know, or, or whatever. You know, it's about people and it is about connections. Yeah, definitely. And it's always important to remember that, especially, I think, if you if you move into a more senior position, it's easy to forget that. But to always hold that and keep that, that's so important. So yeah. that is, and that's amazing. I that you're cling able on to, do to that. it. <laughs> <laughs> you just never let it leave. No, never let it leave. But it is, and you know, there's there's people that might listen to this that might go, "Oh well, I don't do that." But then maybe think about that sometimes, because when you do move up the ladder and you're doing more strategic stuff, you sometimes forget the face to face, and and you need to remember their feelings and still also engage with them, engage in that sort of way. And I think also they, it grounds you to to you know 
I'm really value driven. So, you know, if I could have love, care and compassion as their values, I would. They're, they're, they're pretty close. And I always talk about our guiding principles, which is love, care and compassion. And I think that, you know, it's it's these things of... I suppose what I love about Fresh Start as well is that, we, you know, we have volunteers from all walks of life. So we have retired people, but they're working alongside our service users. But it actually doesn't matter because they're doing the same job. Yeah. They are looking, you know, they're, they're, you know, making up our starter packs, for example. So actually, it doesn't matter. You're doing the same job and you're actually helping someone. So, you know, there's, there's no judgment there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I, th- I, I think that's, that's an incredible thing. But, you know, the beauty of Nextdoor for me is I don't, haven't had always that, that contact. I mean, I, I'll never forget why I do my job. But now every single Friday I can go next door and I can just spend one hour and actually it's the best one hour of my week. Yeah. And actually it's probably the most valuable one hour of my week. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's not just a free beautiful lunch because also it is a free beautiful <laughs> lunch. And, you know, a lot of the food comes from our growing spaces. We have growing spaces across the city. So it comes oh, from... That's so good. Yeah, so it's kind of... We're very circular in that, in that respect. And, you know, so we have teams of volunteers or service users who manage our growing spaces across the city and they'll grow fruit and veg and then bring it in here and you know yeah cook we are other than service users cook delicious food for us basically um, that's amazing you've got the so where to be fair i never i never thought edinburgh could have like growing spaces because i always just think edinburgh like city center so like that's so cool that then they're able to then still go and do that side of things and you're using the ingredients to yeah make your own meals that's yeah. so much better than then buying so we, at the supermarkets we've got <clears throat> um our back garden we work with a, the the so our back garden backs on to also has some tenants we work with them um, we have raised beds just across the road, which are kind of um, adjacent to the high rises. Yep. Um, Lauriston Farm is a kind of 50 acre plot, which is huge. So we've got some community um, allotments up there. And then we've got a growing space in Craig Miller. So we've got quite a few um, across the city. And again, that's using, I suppose, it's using an activity to engage people. Yeah. And, and, and we're not time limited. So if you want to volunteer with us, four days a week for three years you can doesn't matter we don't want to create dependency but but it's that thing of when we ask people you know what, what's the thing that you like the most it's like having a purpose yeah. having having people to come and like say hello to you know so so you, you know you we might be the only person that's going hi how are you doing hi. or you know our community pantry that's food with dignity so we were really clear we weren't going to do a sharing shelf or anything like that we were going to do you know People pay £4.50, they get £25 to £30 worth of food, but there'll be fresh produce, there'll be frozen produce, there'll be chilled produce. Mm-hmm. But we'll also link that into the cooking classes as well. Yeah. You know, so, so you have this, like, and if we're thinking about the crisis that's coming, if we can try and link all of that, getting advice and information, making food go longer, you know, maximising kind of your, your food budget, getting free food at our community meal, engaging in a conversation where you might be able to go for some help and advice... And then you add that to, you know, that Fresh Start know lots of different organisations. We, we're taking people's safety net from being like a tightrope to be, to being as wide as the MA. Yeah. So hopefully they're not going to fall off. Yeah. No, that that's that's amazing that you are... That is that whole circle thing that you are operating off of. Um, so one of the questions that we usually ask as well was like, so would you, in fact, would you define yourself as a CLD organisation or how, how would you look at that? Just so I can frame my question, I suppose. Oh. 
Well, see, we wouldn't have. Yeah. Because <clears throat> what you're doing is... I would say no. ...is definitely community work. And no. So community work now, but... I would say now we are. Yeah. I would have said a few years ago we were. Definitely not. No, because... because we didn't, you know, we did cooking classes. We did, you know, our hit scores, which is the painting decorating. We gave people goods. But we didn't have any really long-term relationship with mm-hmm. people. And actually, because we're city-wide, it was really difficult. And we never opened our doors of our warehouse to this community. Yeah. Whereas actually by developing the community hub, we've engaged in a way that we don't need to open the doors of our warehouse because we can give people starter packs via that space. Yeah. Or you know we put we have a shop which again is it was it sits within the pantry but it's about household goods high quality household goods at low cost mm-hmm. so it's about choice nothing's over a fiver so you can buy it if you want all the money goes back into the to, yeah. to, to fresh start but actually if you're really struggling we can get we can get your cooker we can get your washing machine we can get your fridge freezer we can you know what you need towels but you can't buy some well here's a, here's a starter pack yep. kind of thing. And because of the community research, I think we are in that kind of community learning and development now, definitely. Yeah, um, so I suppose then that, well, that then takes us to, I suppose the question is like, is there something at the moment then like within CLD that you think that you would like to see like changing or like but should it would then maybe change to then maybe benefit yourselves or on a sort of wider scale maybe? Yes. Um, so there's probably a few things. Um, so I think what we need to do is, if we're thinking about... So I think we need to think about we services are commissioned. Mm-hmm. And we are moving towards that community commissioning kind of element, which I think is really interesting. And it's quite challenging for organisations because we, we have a competitive, I suppose, tendering application process. I'm going to pitch against you. We're actually what we're moving to is oh we're going to do it together. Yeah. But how, how do we work that out? How do we you know because so then I think we need to think about community wealth building and if we think about how we're investing in the communities and the really simple example I give you is we have a pat testing business which is a social enterprise. So a that allows us to pat test electrical goods and put them in our starter packs. But also it allows us to, you know, recruit and train a, a, a local person at, at real living wage, yeah. right? Imagine if them larger organisations said, right, Fresh Start's not the cheapest, but actually we're going to do compassionate tendering and we're going to get our pat testing. So Edinburgh University, how big and rich yeah. is Edinburgh University? We're going to get our pat testing done by you and we're going to give you a five-year contract, right? That would probably allow me to employ probably 10 local people. Yeah. So you're investing in a different way. You're bringing local money into the local area. It's not yeah. just that grant funding. And then if you think about that kind of community wealth building, if, if we, you know, we can really push for that. And Scotland ha- Scotland's the only place in, in the UK that actually has a community wealth building minister. So we're serious about it. Mm-hmm. How do I bring that to North Edinburgh? That's my question. How do you, so how does that happen or how... Do you think you could play a role in that happening or have that conversation? Well, we we are actually meeting the minister for oh, the Brilliant. which is great. Um, whether he gives me what we what we're asking for, who knows? Um, <laughs> but at least you're having the conversation. We're having that conversation. And I think also the whole R squared partnership is looking. I think you know we're not constituted, but actually what we'd want to do is work towards a community wealth partnership. Yeah. Because if, if I'm honest, you know, if we're talking about community commissioning, so commissioning in a different way, then I, I need Fresh Start to get some of that money. 
So I can't believe, you know, we can't believe in that because I want to get some of the money to keep my, to keep my core services. But also what we need to do is allow funders to recognize, give you, you know, the example was COVID. You'd funded me to do X, Y, and Z. I need to do A, B, and C. All right, buddy, just do A, B, and C. So really quickly changed it. But we're kind of sliding back to to the old school. And actually what we know, we need to keep the dial whereby you allow me as, 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 you know, the CEO, managing director, whatever you want to call me, of an organization, you called it fluid, I call it agility, to to be able to go, you know, if I'm speaking to someone on Friday and they say, Biddy, we need you to be open on a Tuesday night, that next Tuesday night we're open. Yeah. I, I can I should be able to redirect funds, not have to use my un, you know my reserves to do that. And you know I suppose we're lucky that we have some reserves, but not all organisations do. No, you know. No. So I think if we're looking at how things I would change is how we how we commission services, how can we bring investment in in a different way to the localities, neighbourhoods, and also how ca- how can we make sure that people's voices are heard? I actually. I, I don't. I don't want that. I want this. Okay. Well, let's give them. You know, we won't always get the answers that we want. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. That's great. I think that's just great. Then that you're having those conversations, so it isn't just we could do this. It's it's that. Then you're taking action, yeah. which is so important. Um, and it's that's what we need to be doing. And as community workers, we need to be. If we see an issue, we see what we want to do. A lot of times we need to just roll our sleeves up and do it ourselves. So um, kudos to you for doing that. Because um, a lot of people would just sit. So um, it's, it's. I mean, I'm probably doing three people's jobs at this moment in time, <laughs> but kind of keep from my own worst enemy going. Oh, but that's we can't not let that go. We need uh, to do something about it. Totally. So is there has there been like um, any memorable moments that you've had since for your time here, or anything in particular that you would go that was that was great? Or you? It's been so many. Uh, you know, I suppose the, the opening of our hub would be yeah. one. I think, um, you know, and, I, and I, I suppose this isn't a point, but, you know, just having a really happy, healthy staff team who are just feel confident and have autonomy within their roles. And, yeah. you know, I'm kind of like, are we doing that? When did we start doing that? I never heard about that kind of thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, I've been doing that for ages. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, there's, and and there's probably lots lots of other wee ones, but you know I I, I do think that the opening of that space yeah. is key. But I I would say last week in our community meal we had twenty eight people, Brilliant. which was amazing. And you know that was a week that they said this is like a little piece of heaven. My staff member said to me, "What well, what did he say, buddy?" And I was like, "I can't say." Because I was just crying. Um, <laughs> um, or you know, we had once we had we, we had a, we had a few different venues before we relocated um, all the staff down here. Mm. There was a, a, a woman who was coming to our cooking class and she went up. She was just in tears and she's like, "I can't come." And I was like, "That's okay. You don't have to come. It's not compulsory." And she's like, "No, but I want to come." And I was like, "Well, you can come." She's like, and her mental health was just all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, right, well, just get you a cab. So a cab's going to come and pick you up. She's like, but I won't be able to do anything because I'm in a mess. And I'm like, it's fine. I was like, just come and be here and just be around people. Yeah. And, you know, the next week she came and she said, last week saved my life. She hadn't spoken to anybody for since she'd been in with us the week before. Yeah. 
Thankfully, she reached out, and we just sent a cab and picked her up and no, got her got around. And then all of the other participants were kind of going, you know, she's going, you know, she was crying, and they were going, "Oh, you're all right. Here's a cup of tea." And she's like, "But I, I, I should be helping." And they were like, "No, no, you do plenty. So you just sit there and we'll just cook something for you, kind of thing." And you know, so I suppose it's never underestimate or or, or never know. Yeah, never, never know when you can have it, when when you're having an impact. Yeah. So have that kind of thought. So, I mean, that was a, that was a, a brilliant one for me. Or even you know that young girl twenty years ago crying when she got a starter pack from someone. Yeah. So that's really important when we tell our volunteers who are donating goods, you don't see the impact that you're making, but it's massive. It's yeah. Huge. No, definitely is. It is, and again, just like it's a massive well done to use for what you do because it's it's so important. And I think the approach that you discussed and told us about the day it's inspiring for people to hear i think um i hope people listening like get that and uh, definitely for me bunny the i'd say this day when we were doing the pre-podcast or like meeting is i just love learning for people so i'd definitely like taking this in for like my role and try to think about like how do we do that too because i think it's just amazing what you've been doing um Thank you. I'm not very good at taking. I neither <laughs> am I. I get, I'm good at gaining them, but I'm, I'm rubbish at taking them back. I just go any bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can yeah. I just walk out the room? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, um, so yeah. that uh, I suppose just that will just take us to my last question for the I put at the end of every podcast. Um, so it's just, what advice would you give to someone who's looking to start a career in CLD? Wow. Um, I would. So the advice I would give is, is lead with your heart. Uh, you know, if 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 you're in it, for, if you want to make money, don't do it because it's not about that. Yep. And uh, I, w- I would say lead with your heart and be yourself. Because at one point I tried to be someone different, and it just didn't work. Yeah. And actually, you know, doesn't matter what role you get into. You know, I'm I am I am Biddy, and I I I lead with my heart, and you know, and and I think. Yeah, be yourself and you know don't be, don't be scared. Don't think that you have to behave in a certain kind of way. That you know if you have something strong to say, it'll come through. Yeah, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. Is there anything you'd like to add that you've maybe not covered during the conversation? Or? Yeah, I suppose you know. I, I I think on on the last comment about what amazing work we do, I think I have to acknowledge you know, my staff team, and we have a lot of volunteers who do all the work for us, basically. You know, Fresh Start's a volunteer-led organisation and we couldn't do what we do without them. And, you know, some people who who don't think they volunteer do volunteer because they go and pick up goods and they bring them down and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I I think big up to to volunteers who um, have, you know, seen us create, create what we have created today. Yeah, amazing. Well done, volunteers. Everybody should volunteer at some point in their career. So Absolutely. They should, it gets you there. So, no, that's incredible. Look, thanks so much for just spending the time with us today. Cheers for inviting us over as well. It's always nice if me and Ben get a wee road trip. So, <laughs> um, it's always all good. So, amazing. Thank you. Thank you.